At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is... Your other host, JJ Purdom. What's up, G-Money? Uh, lots up, man. I uh, moved all last week and uh, in my new place, starting to get settled there. Feels good. A little, a little bit less stressed, still a little stressful, but we're getting there. Have you walked around naked in the place yet? No, not, uh, not even possible anymore. Uh, we are renting with a friend so she's uh, you want to keep that friend so you try to keep the clothes on she's renting a room from us or with us i guess we're kind of renting the place together it's not our place nice you know not my place it's our place so you shared Um, with so i can't just walk around naked anymore you shared with me the other day that i said how's it going and uh you probably don't want this on the podcast and you'll probably edit it out but you said you know i got up in the middle of the night and had to go to the bathroom and i i was like i don't have a shirt on do i need to put a shirt on (laughs) Do I just walk out there with no shirt on? Do I walk down? You, I'm just going to go. And like, you just went. And like, I'm like, that's so awesome of you, Garrett, that you like had this war in your head. Dude, when you got to pee. At like two o'clock in the morning. You got to pee. Just Way too hard to think. And are you worried like she's going to see your nipples and be like, oh no. Yeah, I have weird nipples, man. That's what I heard. I've heard this. I don't want. I don't want to say anything, but that's the rumor at the uh, at the office. Only Trudy's ever seen them. <laughs> They're very strange. You can ask her next time you talk to her. Well, I, she used the word pancake nipples. I don't know what that means. I, maybe you want to put syrup on them or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, we haven't tried that, but please never tell me if you do. Please never tell me if you do. Uh, how was your week? You know what? Uh as always, stuff happened. Um, <laughs> Boy, has it been a week when things happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I haven't had any weeks where nope, nothing happened. Uh, this week, I went into a hoarder's garage. Um, and funny enough, I couldn't see very well. I accidentally stepped on my glasses recently. Um I couldn't see even with them. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're not great. Uh, but I broke my glasses. And... Um, I went into this garage and it was semi-dark. And I think this was last Thursday or Friday. And <laughs> I'm looking around with my web pulled, trying to knock down spider webs and stuff like that. And I slipped on a skateboard and I no. Bart Simpsoned it and landed flat on my back. And it was it was straight out of a movie. I hit one foot on it and the thing rolled and I went down hard and landed right on my tailbone and my back and I popped up immediately. (laughs) I popped up immediately because I thought, oh gosh, somebody's going to see me, you know? And like, then you got the adrenaline going because you're like, oh, oh no, it gets worse. I really didn't tell you about this. No. So (laughs) they actually, um, later I said to them, hey, yeah, I, uh. 
I slipped on the skateboard and fell on my back. And he laughed because of, I guess the way I told it was comical or whatever. So then like I was doing the service and they had a video camera up in one corner and uh, they said, hey, JJ, come here. No. Yeah. And said, you got to see your face. And they showed me, they showed me video of me slipping and tripping all the way down. And then they rewound it and showed it to me a couple more times. And they laughed hysterically. And even I got to admit, it was pretty damn funny. Whenever you could see a little fat guy, like hit it. And then like the look on my face was like. Yeah, shock. And they were like. Laughing and like, we should put it on YouTube. <laughs> like, no, no, I would have thrown their lives. I've been like, <laughs> all of you delete that video now, or I'm right. poisoning your water. You want, yeah, you want your, <laughs> you want your black widows to disappear, dude. You got to get rid of that video. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was kind of cool, like catching myself and like then the, just the fact that they were like, you gotta see your face, you gotta see your face. They're like, we thought you were funny before, but that's funny. I'm like, that's not that funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, I don't know. I, I would have not been. I'd be like, no, I'm good. See ya. I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> JJ's is your job It's now. probably going to be your customer from now yeah. on. <laughs> That's the great yeah, part. They're going to be bummed when they see me. Yeah. Or they're going to be planting skateboards for me to fall right? on. They're just going to have like a compilation video of all of their pest control guys <laughs> living on skateboards. No uh, cool. Well, uh, let's... Uh, Move on ahead here. We have a jam-packed show again this week. Man, it's just like week after week. Next week is E3. Last it's gonna week. It's going to be big next week. <laughs> yeah. So next, I mean, well, last week we left it off. It was the day before the big Death Stranding reveal. And so, dude, boy, do we have a show for you this week. I was showing JJ. It's scribblings of a madman here. Some of the notes I took. You took uh, some furious, copious notes. Like dude, it's very, are- like to read that, people would think I was, on some sort of like drug or something or just completely schizophrenic. Some like, of it didn't make sense. Nine, definitely nine, nine, definitely nine. I didn't, <laughs> I would say you probably need some pills and counseling. Yeah, I mean, or Hideo Kojima does. I don't know. We'll see. Potentially. But uh, before we get to that, uh, if you haven't already, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Over there, you can uh, sh- uh, help ship. Help support us. Ship support. <laughs> if you help support, it's like shipping us to ports all yes. over the world. Help help support us. Uh, keep us afloat over here. Um, Ooh, look at you did a little <laughs> boat joke. Yeah, I love you it. like that? This is very good. Uh, we are, uh, you know, we want to keep making cool things for you guys. And to do that, um, uh, money helps. Oh, and, God, uh, it, it certainly does. We have to have money for his editing equipment to take out huge portions of my <laughs> jokes that will probably run most of you customers and people away. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. So, um, but yeah, every every little bit helps helps us uh, get in uh, access to the games and movies, you know, to be able to tell you uh, our impressions on those, whether you should go see them or not, go play them or not. Uh, it also allows us to make you cool new stuff. Uh, I'm... I've been doing some research on some new equipment because, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about wanting to do more live streams and YouTube stuff. At this point, uh, we just don't have great equipment for that. So I've been doing some research and yeah. So any little help, little bit helps. If you guys want to see more stuff from us or hear more stuff from us, support us over there. Just like our Patreon producer, Matt Liu. Thank you so much, Matt Liu. He's been with us since the beginning and uh, wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, we, we constantly refer to Matt Lou, our producer, as the rock of the show. Yeah. I just mean, like, when he takes his shirt off, it looks like Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Matt, Matt the rock, 
Lou. Lou. That's his new nickname. That whenever, sounds whenever, so perfect. Whenever together. we say, whenever we say the Rock, that's just we're talking about Matt. If you smile, what Matt Lou's cooking? I don't know what that's reference that's the, to. That's but. the Rock's like famous saying. He would always say like, you know, take your pie I'm eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, pajama eating, pancake making, the Rock. You know, seriously? I'm not a wrestling nerd. Wrong with you, man. I like him in movies. Like, I would movies. Have liked to play Dungeons and Dragons with my friends in my mum's basement. Oh, that's <laughs> really cool. Wrestling's not. Wrestling's a bunch of fake fighting in your underwear. It's not real. That's not what I've issue with. It's the whole like you know, big wet sweaty guys rubbing all over each other. That's what I don't like. There's plenty of small wet sweaty guys <laughs> rubbing up on each other. <laughs> Stanky sweaty guys. Uh, also, shout out to our Patreon sponsor, Bill Bird. Um, he has not been with us since the beginning, so shame on you, Bill. No, Bill, just you kidding. just <laughs> came to the party late, buddy. Bill is one of the best, and I'll tell you why Bill is so amazing, because he calls he me- He puts up with you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. <laughs> now, Bill, Bill constantly calls me and uh, treats me like I know what I'm talking about by asking me for advice in our daily work uh, schemes. And, uh, I just love that. He kind of makes me feel like, yeah, yeah, I do know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. No Bill. idea. No idea. Alrighty guys, let's get down to the nerdy nudes. The nerdy nudes. <laughs> Never gets old there. <laughs> well, it's like a fine wine. It's better with age. Every- that's what they say. <laughs> I don't drink personally, but that's what they say. Um, all righty, guys. So like I promised, we're going to talk about Death Stranding because we missed it last week. We told you it was incoming, and then the day our episode released is the day they dropped a nine-minute trailer on YouTube. Dude, and that call you gave me when it dropped, Dude, I'd I'd forgotten about it. I immediately called you and I'm like, the trailer (laughs) dropped right now. They released a collector's edition. It's $200 and it comes with a baby in a jar. (laughs) (laughs) Do you folks So if you guys support us on Patreon, we're buying a collector's edition of Death Stranding and getting a baby in a jar. If you folks remember what it was like to be a little kid at Christmas time, (laughs) and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Christmas morning. Oh my gosh, we're going to open up presents. I swear to you, this was the the mentality coming out of Mr. G Money Morlang as as he was just like, well, they dropped it and they dropped it like it was hot, man. So we've got a definitive date now and and we got a whole lot more I want to hear something crazy. Footage. In all these copious notes, I did not write down the date. The date is November 8th. Okay, that's what I, th- that's what I was going to say. I you know what? I knew and you didn't know because I do my homework, buddy. I don't need copious notes. Yeah, right. I don't need scribbly madman you know, stuff that doesn't make sense about numbers. And... <laughs> okay, no, I just remember so, because my birthday is the 6th. So. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Um, no, so this, like I said, the trailer is like nine minutes long. And I, it was last night, two nights ago. I don't remember what night it was. It was last night, Sunday night. I spent about 35 to 40 minutes going frame by frame through this trailer, <laughs> writing down every little thing I saw or noticed or had a question about or theories. You don't think it's maybe a tad overkill, buddy? Not when it comes to Death Stranding, man. Garrett, you kind of... <laughs> you probably- you probably need to like set the <laughs> bong aside for a little bit and just relax. I don't don't have a bong. 
Never just use a pipe. Here, here's here's true true confessions here. Ready for this? You're uh, probably gonna think I'm crazy, and you're not gonna believe it. But yeah. I like, you know, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Yeah. I've never even seen weed before in person. What? Guys, I, I couldn't even tell what it looks like if someone okay. held it out in front of me, probably. Okay, he's playing a character right now because yeah. the man literally has one of those marijuana leaf uh, necklaces on. Yeah, you know and me. He, <laughs> you, he constantly smells like the ganja. You do, come <laughs> That's on. That's just my B.O., man. <laughs> really? That's kind of heady, man. Yeah, well, what I'm a potent uh, odor very too. granola over here. I actually had a customer earlier today trying to uh, tell me the benefits of CBD oil. And was offering to rub some on my neck. And I'm like, that might be a little bit much. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no, it was a woman. <laughs> but I said, no, I'm, I, I don't, I'm good. You know, but, but uh, she was trying to tell me the benefits of it and everything else. Like, and I'm like, Gee, it doesn't get you high, right? And they're like, no, it doesn't get you high. <laughs> while, while, while she's just like She's out of, out of her mind. out of her mind, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, but, uh, okay. So here we go. I'm going to go, I'm going to take a, uh, selections of the trailer here for you because i'm sure you don't want to sit here for 40 minutes while i read you my notes it's literally nine minute trailer and it is nine really awesome minutes. yeah so if you haven't seen it even we have to go through this go watch it because you're probably going to hear me explain stuff and it's you're still gonna be like no i was just what? gonna say so in in uh just explaining it to our listening audience what's it about garrett okay so it begins uh the camera is panning down someone's throat. And we've seen this before in earlier trailers where it's like, looks like it's going down someone's throat. And then you see the baby inside the throat, gives a thumbs up. And then the camera goes inside the baby's throat. Okay. Ooh. Inception. <laughs> uh, next, you see a singing Mads Mikkelsen. He's the actor. Uh, we later find out his character's name is Cliff. It's the uh, view is from the point of view of the baby inside the little jar container thing or whatever that you see in previous trailers. looks like he's in some sort of lab. Uh, yeah, Mads is singing to this baby. Then suddenly you see a picture. It's of Sam Bridges, which is, uh, what's his name? Norman Reedus's character, Sam. Uh, later we find out the lady's name is Bridget, who I'm thinking is the president of the United States or was. And then there's a girl that looks pregnant with her face is scratched out. And the Bridget, the the lady who is portraying the the president of the United States in this game, looks like she has like a a head wrap around her, like she's possibly. Well, dying that's from... what happens next. I'm not there yet. Oh, okay, okay. Come on, you're killing me. Okay. Well, you're killing <laughs> me with your like crazy notes. <laughs> okay. Uh, you hear a voiceover of Bridget. Together, you can help us reconnect. You can make America whole. And uh, then you see Norman Reedus on a sweet tricycle. It turns into a motorcycle. It's kind of cool. The front wheel splits open and stuff. He's riding through the dirt, slides up on the edge of a mountain. Sam is now in the Oval Office with Bridget. Bridget's in a bed. And like you were saying, she is like has a bandage around her. She, I mean, she almost looks like she could have, uh, I don't know, some, some sort of sickness, maybe cancer or something. She's very frail, very small looking in the Oval Office. Sam's there meeting with her. Um, then it pans back to the clip of Sam on the motorcycle while there's still like this talking over it. Um, and it starts to rain and it pans down to like these birds, these crows or something that are flying over. And the, when the rain hits the bird, it immediately starts dying and deteriorating like right before his eyes. It goes from like a completely healthy bird to just like feathers falling off right through the skin, which we've seen before too, which is kind of cool. Like the time fall, uh, which is what they kind of refer to the rain 
So it like ages you when you get touched by it. Kind of cool. It happens in Arizona as well. Um, I don't know if you've been there. <laughs> I've never been there. I think that's where it's, this movie is. <laughs> this, this game, game takes place in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bridget goes on and on about, you know, being uh, like all the stuff Sam needs to do, finish this mission, blah, blah, blah. Sam goes, you know, responds back, Bridget, you're the president of jack shit. Uh, Mordlane coming in hot. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you just said you're the president of jack nothing and you just added the curse word to Yeah, you? right. Like, you know, it's Norman Reedus. <laughs> I'm sure he said something much worse and Kojima had yeah, to censor yeah. him. You're saying Norman Reedus, but Norman Reedus is essentially just being Daryl. The entire time, or Daryl is just Norman Reedus. Like he, that was Inception stuff, right? Norman there. Reedus just plays himself in all of his characters. <laughs> uh, Sam is now suiting up as if he's going on the mission. Now we see our first bit of gameplay, which is cool. So this is like a really exciting part. You actually see like you don't see a HUD. You see very little HUD, which is kind of cool. So it's a very minimalistic. There's no like life gauges, no nothing. It's just you just see the screen. You see the character. You're walking around, and he comes up to this mountain. This hill, he can't climb, it's too steep, and that's when you see the first part of the HUD, the heads-up display, you know, the screen, your menus and stuff is a little wheel comes up, and you can select your equipment, so he selects a ladder, plants the ladder down, climbs up it, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool, so it's going to have traversal, it's very, very open, because, you know, you have these tools, like, they're providing you with these tools, um, that, and the, you know, they show you other equipment where he also, um, has like something so we can repel down a mountain. Uh, the next gameplay we see, oh, Sam is walking up mountains, destroyed buildings through the snow. And it, you can tell it's very obviously like through, you know, like a camera angle, like it's gameplay or something. Uh, then some text comes out and it says, a new history begins to reconnect a fractured society. Next we see the homo demons. Um, so this is a militant separatist group. Uh, and we see Troy Baker's character again. Um, we saw him in an earlier trailer. He has the gold mask, and so he kind of comes back, and um, yeah, this very quickly with music. Most of this has music over top. There's not talking over most of the trailer. It's just like- It's actually really, really awesome score. It's, a, it's Apocalyptica, which is like a Swedish uh, cello- band like metal bands and they a lot of times they do covers of metallica stuff which is kind of cool um troy baker is legitimately in everything oh yeah he's, <laughs> like, he's, he's the best i i love troy baker he's like always has the best characters yeah. like he's in the last of us he's he plays uh, drake's brother in uncharted he's like and he was dead no that was nolan north yeah nolan he and nolan north are they're like the, the two like guys best they're, and, they, and they're they're my two favorite uh uh video game voices yeah. between the and two of them they're in every video right. game <laughs> they were in god of war together both of them i'm a huge fan of their youtube channel as well yeah. retro, retro replays, replays. Yeah, good stuff um then some more text comes up and it says those who resist the future so it's kind of broken up into different it basically it goes through there's different story arcs so there's those who re resist the future there's those who stay connected to the past those who are bound to hades those who cannot break the connection those who struggle to stay connected. Uh, I think that's it. But yeah, so it's like, and they keep, they introduce different parts of the story and characters as those headlines come up and stuff. If you are sitting there listening to this podcast right now, this world famous podcast right now, and you're going, uh, I don't understand or kind of get what you guys are saying right now. I'm not 
following logic? Trust me, neither are we. There is a whole lot of crazy going good. on in this stuff. This is good. Um, next, uh, we see more gameplay where we actually see combat. He starts fighting these dudes. They pull up in a truck, and at first he's running, running, running. They're chasing him. He turns around starts punching him. He doesn't have any weapons. Then he picks up a briefcase, starts beating the crap out of a dude with a briefcase. That I'm was like, crazy. I'm like, I, okay, this is weird, but okay, that's cool, I guess. It's, like, <laughs> it's definitely unusual to be grabbing some you know, briefcase and using that as a weapon. Yeah. Um, then he jumps on his, his motorcycle, and you kind of see a little almost like they don't actually show vehicle combat, but almost like, oh, I wonder if in the future, like if you get a gun and you can shoot back and forth while on your motorcycle, that'd be kind of cool. Next, it starts to rain. The guys run away, and then there's uh, a voice comes up. We don't know who it is yet. And it says, they know better than to fight BTs. And at this point, we don't know what a BT is. And I don't think they, they never define it in the trailer. We don't know what BTs are, but we assume it's those black creatures that we see in previous trailers. And then Sam says, I can't spot BTs, just sense them. And then... Uh, uh, another that other character says uh, something about bridge babies, which is what we find out those babies and those little containers are called are called bridge babies, which I assume they're called that because they're owned by the company Bridge, which is the company that Sam Bridges works for. Uh, uh, makes me feel like uh, shit every time. Well, and then Norman says, "Well, you are plugging into the other side." Uh, freaks me out too. So it's kind of like, okay, so so this weird theory here. These babies, and we'll we'll see this a little bit later in the trailer, sort of, but I think these babies are somehow supernaturally, I think broad strokes, I think this is a very supernatural game. It's going to be something weird with a ghost or spirits um, that are like basically haunting or attacking society and earth in some way. Um, and these babies are connected through like time travel and the supernatural and stuff. There's, I think there's going to be time travel in this game. There's definitely time travel because it's later on the trailer we see that. I was thinking some kind of there's, telekinesis th- There's or definitely time travel and definitely like some sort of supernatural, like ghost spirits, haunting demons, stuff like that. Um, now it actually shows gameplay with the baby. So with the bridge baby, Sam is walking through the woods. All of a sudden he cooks into the baby the little thing on his shoulder comes up, the little sensor thing, and all of a sudden, before it was this empty woods, now you can actually see with, like, orange, like, it's almost like a heads-up display, like, you're looking through, like, Iron Man goggles or something like that, like, suddenly there's these outlines of these invisible beings you didn't see were there before, and he quick crouches down, he's, like, crawling through the woods, and, like, with hand over his mouth, trying not to even breathe, like, he doesn't want to be heard. Suddenly he's seen, he runs, he's chased, he's grabbed, all of a sudden the ground underneath him completely turns black, and, like, a 15 foot radius he's dragged into the goo and then dragged for several seconds until uh there is a black being some sort of spirit or ghost or something that uh um flashes and then boom everything goes black and then when it comes back it's in first person from sam's point of view and uh you're like in world war one which is crazy so this is the time travel I was talking about. So there's a significant portion where they're in World War One in a trench, and uh, Sam is 
hiding behind tanks. Um, there's dead fish all over and tentacles and stuff. So it's like a very like weird, just like, I don't know, strange version of events of World War One. Like it's not like a normal, it's like there's obviously some strange monsters and creatures and stuff around. Um, you see uh, these skeleton soldiers that are fully clothed in like World War One gear come up out of the mud and then Mads Mikkelsen completely nude but connected to these beings through like an umbilical cord almost comes up out of the mud as well. Um, is this weird is enough for you? Is he nude enough for yeah. you? I mean like what? Is this, what's is, up with the nudeness? Is this weird enough for you? It's extremely weird. I'm having a hard time following and I watched the, the trailer. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I never broke it down the way that you are. Uh, this is like utter madness. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, we're going to jump ahead a little farther out of the World War One stuff. Um, they finally release all the characters. Norman Reedus is playing Sam. Mads Mikkelsen is going to be playing Cliff. Leah Saido is fragile. Margaret Qualey is mama. Guillermo del Toro is dead man. Uh, Nicholas Winding Ref is Hartman. Tommy Earl Jenkins is Die Hardman. Troy Baker is Higgs, and Lindsay Wagner is Emily. Um, we see, I have so many notes here, but we don't need to talk about all of it. I'm trying to hit all like the main like crazy points. Um, this, okay, this is a big story point. Sam says, rebuilding America isn't going to get rid of the BTs. Long as they're still around, there's no escaping. And then Emily comes up and says, at least we'll have hope. Um, so it's kind of like, obviously what's going on, something happened to America. We've been disconnected from each other. Like that's said multiple times, like there's a disconnection here. Not sure what's going on, like, or how, how we're disconnected or why we're disconnected. And the goal, like, so Sam's mission is to head west and reconnect these places. And what he's doing with that is he's going around and it's like the old, can you hear me now? So he's putting in cell phone towers no, and hooking up Verizon. I'm pretty sure that's what is happening here. I think no, this is all a shill for the Verizon company. It's just it's sponsored by Verizon. Right. That's what <laughs> that's ultimately comes out is. Later. Ultimately, that's what it's going to be. It's like, we've got no phone reception. Yeah, now you have 5G. We can't call anybody. And Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the whole thing. I think ultimately that's <laughs> Kojima sold out, and that's why it's all confusing and stuff like that. Okay. Interesting. Uh can you hear me Thoughts now? There. Can you hear me now? Um, next, we see, or we hear, uh, Troy's character Higgs says, uh, see, I've come to understand the truth of the Death Stranding. So he actually refers to the name of the game, which is interesting. It's so hard to make connections when you can't shake hands. Fortunately, I've got a good, a good connection to the other side. And while Troy is saying that, Mads Mixels, Mads Mads Mickelson's character, uh, Cliff, is coming out of a swamp. It looks more like instead of like before it was in World War One when he came out of the mud, now it looks like modern day, like 2010s or something. Like they're wearing uh, him and his band of skeleton troops. Like they just have skulls and bones, but they're all wearing full tactical gear with night vision goggles and backpacks and vest and like M4, like assault rifles and stuff. Uh, they, they walk up behind him. He lights a cigarette, takes a puff on it, throws it in the swamp, and the whole swamp catches on fire. 
which looks awesome. It looks it's amazing. Like, and, and the music is, is like really cool at that point. I'm like, yeah, I just want to like watch this scene over and over again. Um, but they're all completely unfazed, unaffected, and they just continue to walk while like on fire and burning. And you know, and there like, was one nerd going, it would never ignite like that. That's totally not accurate to how oil, <laughs> if that was just like a crude oil or whatnot, is, that's not how it works. Yeah, so... Um, so basically what I'm alluding from the, what Troy said and what's going on, like Troy, uh, or Troy, his character's name is Higgs. Higgs obviously has some sort of connection to this cliff character. I'm obviously, so Higgs is the leader of that homo demons, a terrorist group. Um, uh, cliff must be in some way connected to those, the demons. And I don't know how how or what or where, but they're connected and they're working together in some way, possibly. Um, Sam comes up, back up, he starts talking. He says, covering the world in cable didn't bring an end to warrant, uh, bring, didn't bring an end to suffering. Don't act surprised when it all comes apart if you try to do it again. Then Emily is saying this to Sam and uh, like the video is showing him like being sucked under the goo. Like all you see is his face and then slowly his face disappears under like the black goo from these creatures. She says, humans aren't made for living alone. They're supposed to come together to help one another. And if uh, we as a people can't do that, if we can't reconnect, that's what we need right now. Not to stand apart, but to come together. See, they talked about cutting cable. It's a shield for Netflix, dude. It's all about cutting the cord. Yeah, something like that. I think you're not reading into it the way that I'm reading into it, buddy. Uh, There's a then, hidden meaning here. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a hidden meaning. I don't know if it's what you're seeing, but I'm pretty sure it's subscribe. You know, in a subscription-based model, nine ninety-nine okay. a month. That's it. It'll be. We'll we'll all buy the game, and then there'll be a subscription that we have to pay for to keep so, playing the game, or so something. we can all connect. Yeah. Um. And then it. The last scene is it's Cliff in the lab. It looks like a lab, possibly. Um. It's from the baby's point of view again, where the trailer started. He's in the tank. And Cliff says, I'll show you the real thing soon, I promise. The whole wide world will be yours to explore. You'll be able to go wherever you want, even the moon. And then it shows the baby's face. A little bubble comes out of his mouth because he's like in the fluid in the container. It almost looks like the shape of a heart. And then that's it. It's dark. Dude, this was amazing. Totally unusual and different and totally (laughs) Kojima. Like, you know, the only thing that could have made it any, any cooler at all is if the baby talked and like talked like Stewie. Oh, absolutely. Hey, mom, shut up. Mommy, mommy, mom. Dude, I swear that would have been the best and been so hilarious. It would have been something. I tell you that. Um, so yeah, I, I only went through all those crazy notes because I just wanted to be like, I know a lot of people out there are super stoked for the game. And they'll be like, oh, that was awesome. Like, yeah, that's so interesting. Cool theories. I hope you think my theories are quite nice. But, and then on the other hand, though, like on one hand, I want to like, I wanted to speak to those people. On the other hand, I want to speak to the people who don't know anything and just be like, gaming's wild, y'all. Like, <laughs> right? this is crazy. Like, if you're confused, that's like, you know what? That's this. This is this is real. This is art right here. Like this is the, the type of heady stuff. Like people think gun, like video <clears throat> games are just running and gunning and shooting people. Like there's some real thinking stinkers out there where you have to like really use your brain noggin to figure this crap out. And even then, you can't figure it out until you play the full story. I'm so glad that you said that this is art because that's probably the thing that 
really boils it down to exactly what it really is. It yeah. is art. Watching it's that trailer, interpretation. That's, that's all you get is the, the trailers just oozing with like artistic, not, and it's not for everyone. Like some people are like, that was stupid. Like Hideo Kojima sucked because he, he cut the trailer himself. It's not like a team at his studio did it. He actually did it personally. People are like, wow, he should have just had his crew do it because it was pretty terrible. And it's like, but then some people like, I don't know. I was like, no, this is, this is incredible. Like it told the story he wanted to tell and the nine minutes that he had, and it's definitely got me hooked to want to buy this game on November 8th to play it. <laughs> so you're telling me that Kojima is an eight on the Enneagram scale and that he's a super boss and wants all control over everything and not to have anyone have control over Oh, yeah, over 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's why he left Konami in the first Like That's why he left Konami because they weren't letting him do what he wanted to do. So he left and started Kojima Productions. He even <laughs> named it after himself so he could do whatever the heck he wanted to. Nice. Uh, well, I look no. forward to November 8th. So, that, yeah. that, the game looks amazing. And it looks beautiful. So if you go and watch the video from, uh, go to Kojima Productions' YouTube channel, you can watch it in 4K there. It's incredible. Like, looks amazing. Um, if you have a CRT television, you could probably also watch that it up to your DVD player. 480p. And whatever it... Oh man, uh, I'm actually on the PlayStation's website, and they have uh, some a little synopsis. So if you skip through all of my mad ramblings there, and you just want to hear the PlayStation synopsis, it says tomorrow is in your hands. After the collapse of civilization, Sam Bridges must journey across a ravaged landscape, crawling with otherworldly threats to save mankind from the brink of extinction. From legendary game creator Hideo Kojima comes an all-new genre-defying experience for the PlayStation 4 system. Uh, a journey to reconnect a fractured society. In the near future, mysterious explosions have rocked the planet, setting off a series of supernatural events known as the Death Stranding. With spectral creatures plaguing the landscape and the planet on the verge of a mass ex- extinction, it's up to Sam Bridges to journey across a ravaged wasteland to save mankind from impending annihilation. So that actually confirms my supernatural thing. Had, that's the first time they've actually acknowledged the supernatural aspect. You know, with, with them, like, describing it like that, it actually makes a little more sense. When in just watching it, I don't get all of that from it. It's so jumbled, and it's, like you said, Kojima putting it together and editing it, right. the, uh, the, the actual trailer itself. It's just kind of, like, slammed and thrown together. Yeah, so, and, and just, like, with the symbolism he's using, like, it's you don't necessarily interpret that from the symbolism he uses. Like, unless you, like, know what he's thinking, like, there's a hundred ways you could interpret any of the clips that he uses. So it's just like, what in the world? (laughs) It'll, as you're playing the game, the story will will roll out differently, I'm sure. Like, yeah, there will be context to it. Whereas right now you're watching all of these things out of order and it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's it's so crazy. But there's such great imagery. So it's one of those... One of those games that I super look forward to and seeing the trailer and then getting an actual definitive date is really exciting and I can't wait. So November 8th, making sure we got to get a, we got to pre-order that. Oh, we're getting pre-orders done for sure. We, we have to. Um, cool. Next news piece, uh, Square Enix revealed uh, that, or it's going, going to reveal the Marvel Avengers game at E3. So the last time we heard of this, was January 2017, or that's not the last time we heard of it. It was originally announced back in January 2017. Um, we might have seen one other trailer since then, but I don't even I don't even think that's true. I think we saw a quick little teaser trailer in January, and that was it. Um, but they've announced, yep, at uh, June 10th at nine. Uh, let's see, 6 p.m. Pacific time. 
Square Enix's E3 2019 press conference will reveal some more details on the Marvel uh, Avengers game. Um, it's being developed by Crystal Dynamics, which is a studio behind the recent Tomb Raider games, um, and then also in collaboration with Eidos Montreal, which made Deus Ex Mankind Divided, as well as a new Shadow of the Tomb Raider game that came out this last year. So I'm stoked for that. So are you thinking that this is going to be a campaign? Is this going to be a story? Oh, yeah. Or, okay, so this is not going to be like a, a beat-em-up or a... Uh, like a multiplayer, like a Mortal Kombat, no. like the Avengers or anything like that. No, I, I the people, uh, what's the Warner Brothers has that on lock with a, um, what's the company that does the Mortal Kombat games? Why can I not think of the? I'm just gonna sit here and let you sweat. Oh man, you're killing. I me. already know. I just, I just no, don't want to share. No, dude, I know all. I really know all. Uh, Except for Hideo Kojima's like, Nether Realm. Nether oh, realm. I was going to say that. Was only uh, they they did that. They, they have a fighting game called Injustice and Injustice Two, which are like the Marvel or the DC fighting games. So they have that unlock. So no, this is almost guaranteed. I don't know. I feel like it has to be a. a it's going to be a story game, and that's what Square does. Like that's they their games are very narrative story driven. They like they're not really they don't do a ton of the multiplayer stuff generally. Um. But yeah, I'm excited to see that what it could be. Good, I I would like to see there's, that come out sooner rather than later. Yeah, people like it's there's still speculation on whether or not it'll be connected to the MCU at all. I don't think it will be just because of the state the MCU's in after like Endgame now. Like, um, I can't, I don't see them kind of you know moving back into that and kind of you know building a story off of that. I think they're just it's going to be separate, similar to like Spider Man was separate. It's not part of the MCU, but. Yeah, we'll see. June 10th, I'm excited. One way that I could see it actually working, uh, my idea for it is, and this is just a thought, I could be entirely wrong, is um, you playing as one character, uh, one of the Avengers, and moving through part of the story as, let's say, Iron Man, and then going to another section and then working through as the Hulk or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like maybe as opposed to switching characters at will or starting out, who do you choose? I could see like, okay, you need to use Captain America in this section of the game or you need right. to, you know, whatever. I, yeah. it's, it's exciting the possibility because I've really fallen in love with the Marvel characters now yeah. that, you know, I just recently did that binge watching thing and it's it's intriguing to me, the idea of playing a game and especially if there's a good story behind it. Yeah, no, totally. And uh, yeah, I, I could see that working out really well. I mean, they... Other games have done that, like Call of Duty games have done that, where there's diff different characters and stories going on. It jumps around, and um, so if it's like it zooms in on one part of like New York City or something, and you're Captain America working alongside uh, Hulk or something, and then it goes to another area. It's like okay, now we're gonna tell the Iron Man and and Thor like they're in a different situation, but but we're all working together to the same goal, and then at the sure. end, you know, so it could be something like that. Uh, gameplay is gonna be a big deal. I hope the gameplay feels good. Um, like one of the biggest, uh, compliments of God of War was like, oh, the ax feels so good to throw and have come back to your hand. Like it was one of the best feelings in the game, like just throwing the ax and like even the way the controller would vibrate and shake, like when the ax came back to you, it was basically like the best like Thor simulator there. So it's like, I hope like Thor with, like, with, like with, with his hammer, like it's like when he throws that, like it just feels as good as like God of War mm -hmm. did and stuff like that. But 
yeah and, and even little things like flying with iron man like i hope that like feels good because that that can make or break a game if it doesn't like feel good to play the game and it's kind of gets boring or repetitive or whatever so um cool uh the next thing there was a big uh, big reveal for the new call of duty uh there we talked about the rumors last week of the name um and, and we kind of we kind of badmouthed the name a little bit well yeah it, i mean mostly bit. you did i was well, totally no, positive the entire that, time but, but... <laughs> um no i mean it was just like an interesting take like oh okay this is a game it's like they're just giving it the same name uh, well, technically, the original one was called Call of Duty 4 colon Modern Warfare. Well, the new one is just Call of Duty colon Modern Warfare. So it is different. Very little difference there. But um, no, but what they came out with actually, so they, there was rumors that it was going to be a soft reboot, and that's exactly what it is. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a reimagining of the first game, and this is by Phil Hornshaw over at GameSpot, what I'm kind of reading from here. Um it brings with it some stark changes. Chief among them on the multiplayer front is the addition of cross-play, allowing play across PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So that's huge. So this is, right now, the only games that are cross-play are like Fortnite, Rocket League. PUBG? No. I thought PUBG had... Uh... No. No, okay. for, Fortnite, Rocket League, and uh, I think Dauntless, which just came out. Oh, you're talking about all, all of them being crossplay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so this is, but like they're all very small games, very very small compared to Call of Duty. Like this game's a behemoth. So this is gonna be the first like AAA, top notch video game to have crossplay and the multiplayer, which is crazy. <clears throat> like that's huge. Like with them doing this, I feel like, and I'm excited about this. This is gonna become a staple among like more big game titles now i think which i can't wait for like the day that i can play with because all my friends have xbox ones like the day that comes out now i can play with all my buddies and not have to like play on pc or whatever borrow an xbox one or something like that'd be awesome just be able to be on my ps4 mind my own business you know and still be able to play with them so i'm stoked about that um they're also not uh they're not going to lock uh, new DLC maps behind a paywall. Uh, there's going to be just everything's going to be free for everyone. So on multiplayer front, everyone's going to be able to play on all the maps and whatever that they want to together when it, as as the new maps come out. It's actually exciting. This game looks totally, totally sweet. And the, the idea of a really cool story and the fact that the people from Naughty Dog... Two of the guys from Naughty Dog are the ones that are coming over and are helping to drive the the campaign for this is awesome. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, is actually just yeah getting ready to get into. So like you said, yeah, it was there's a couple guys who were from Naughty Dog originally did uh, Uncharted and The Last of Us. Um, they are coming in and trying to bring a more gritty or mature story to the campaign mode. So. Which is uh, amazing. If any of you guys have played the Uncharted games and The Last of Us, they still, for me, stand at like the top of the heap of like the best gameplay. And they are gritty and realistic and you just get involved in that story. And having just recently watched a documentary on the making of The Last of Us, I actually got to see both of those guys and the way that each of them goes about 
how they put stuff together for Uncharted and Last of Us. And it makes a lot of sense with those guys going and, and working with this IP. That It says a lot for this game. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, another little bit in here, the, the new story. During a lengthy presentation, developers ex- explained that it isn't continuation of Modern Warfare Trilogy because they've already had Modern Warfare, then Modern Warfare 2, then Modern Warfare 3. Um, they're saying it's not a continuation uh, because in that world, there wasn't much room to raise the stakes. Russia invaded the U.S., nuclear weapons exploded, and a series of major characters had fought through it all, with some even dying along the way. Instead, Infinity War wanted to revisit some Modern Warfare's concepts without being beholden to the world the original trilogy created. Captain Price is, again, a principal character in the story, for instance. So they're, they're keeping some of the same characters and stuff, but they're kind of like starting fresh. Like it's a new, same, same like uh, locations and people and characters and stuff like that, but like new story, essentially. Um, it will also concern uh, Russian interactions with the Middle East. <clears throat> Uh, enemies will include ultra-nationalist group helping to execute terrorist attacks in major cities such as London. So that's one of the big things is like they're bringing real-life kind of events that are happening in, in today's world and bringing it to the game to make it a little more like, yeah, just more emotional and more complex and, uh, yeah, really more like realistic in a sense. Um, You're saying basically it's moving away from being a bro game? Where it's like a shoot 'em up bro game. Yeah, instead and, of being like a fun arcadey goofy, like I'm running on a wall and shooting my laser guns. <laughs> right, so it's right. like, oh, now, there's no. nothing wrong with that. Well, uh, but no, they they it's say Gary's like, favorite Kevin gameplay, by the way. Yeah, my favorite. Uh, they one of the directors, Taylor Kurosaki, said, "The world we live in right now is more complex than the world was in 2007 or 2009 or even 2011." Even now, the, the world that we live in, the battlefield is less defined than it's ever been. And because it's less defined and because enemies no longer really wear uniforms a lot of the time, that means that civilian collateral damage is a greater part of the equation, more so now than it's ever been. So what does that mean? It means we're creating circumstances where, as storytellers, we are taking these characters and we are putting them into complex situations with a lot of pressure on them. And how they respond to that pressure reveals their true nature. Um... They're really exploring exploring those morally gray areas now in the game. Like that's what they're going for is they're going to put you in these situations where it's not black and white. It's like, oh, shoot, like who do I kill or who do I save or what am I doing here? How did I get in this situation? Or, yeah, they're really wanting to make you uncomfortable with this game. It's going to be a lot more serious tone in, in the story. And I, I honestly... in I'm I'm looking forward to that. I've always liked Call of Duty's campaigns anyways. Like they've always been like good. So like I was bummed when last year's didn't have a solo story campaign. It just had was multiplayer. But uh with this one being so um so down to earth and so much more and there it says they're pulling influences from Hollywood Hollywood films uh like The Hurt Locker, Lone Survivor, American Sniper, and then documentaries such as Last Men in Aleppo, Minkoff. Uh, or Minkoff said. That's the one of the directors there. So they're really pulling from some like dark, gritty, like really tough to swallow like movies that have like real, real life implications and stuff. So I don't know. That got me really excited for this story. 
really interested. Um, so when are we going to get a trailer? There is a trailer out. There's currently. already a trailer. Yeah, at the reveal event, they put out a, a teaser, um, and they announced that it is coming out. No, I knew about the teaser trailer. What I, uh, I, I meant about gameplay. Was there, I, has there been so any gameplay they, trailer? They've showed gameplay to the press. I do not think it is uh, public, though. Um, well, I think there's some gameplay in the trailer that they show, but I don't know um, for sure. So like a dummy, I didn't bring up the release date again. Set for October. October this year, it will be coming out um, October 25th. So I'm I'm excited for that because it's been a long time since I've been like a you know looking forward to a Call of Duty game. I feel like I've never looked forward to a Call of Duty game uh, because unlike you, I don't like the you know shoot 'em up bro games. But uh, this actually sounds really good, and especially if they're taking from real real stuff in the environment, you know, and just making it more gritty and realistic. Yeah, because war is ugly. Yeah, you know? it's not like. All fancy neon lights and fun and, you know, shooting stuff and running and gunning and just like being Superman. Like there's, yeah, it's, it's, it's real. It's dark. It's gritty. It's hard. It's Superman doesn't need guns. I don't know if you knew that or not. Okay. Well, you just ruined yeah, my point there Lord, with your, your Lord with your goof there. I was trying to be serious was, for a second. And I was not trying to be goofy. just goofing. Was, no, that wasn't a goof. <laughs> I just, I know, I know Superman. He and I are like really tight. Or like this. That's me crossing my fingers together. Okay, right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, we have more news, but... We are like killing I'm just gonna, it on time. I'm reading headlines here. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, Robbie Pat, remember him from a couple of weeks you ago? don't call him that. He's confirmed as Batman. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm excited. Okay, that's Edward from the Twilight films yeah. is now going to be your Batman, folks. And they do not call him Robbie Pat. I'm just saying. Uh, Black Widow film uh, is there's some set photos. It's about pest control, and so that is about the Black Widow spider. No, it's uh, actually sure. yeah. uh, you need to like research because I'm pretty sure it's uh, set photos were released from um, where they were uh, filming. Uh, it does not say a location on this oh, website. Oh, this is the Marvel at, character. This is the Marvel character. Okay. Um, Scarlett Johansson. There's just like four little pictures of them filming. It looks like. Uh, it has nothing to do with pest control? No, definitely okay. does not. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, this is kind of cool because they haven't even announced that there's a Black Widow movie coming out, but they're already filming it. So that's kind of cool. So I imagine that's going to be one of those movies that comes out next uh, I think there's one like late summer or something, or I think it's even spring. I think there's a Marvel movie coming out next spring. 2020, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that if this is one of the ones that was untitled, yeah. Yeah, especially if they're already filming it. It could be that one, the one, either the one that comes out in spring or the one that comes out in the fall. Um, the next one, so on the notes here, JJ's probably been trying to figure out what it means. It just says MTG Netflix. I Do have you know no that, clue what that means. Do you know what that means? No, I have no clue. So the Russo brothers, who made Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame, mm -hmm. the directors are developing an animated series for Netflix based on Magic the Gathering. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, and the nerds revolt. No, they rejoice. 
Oh my It's gosh. the Russo brothers who just made the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, but Magic the Gathering, do they not have anything else they could be working on? This is going to be amazing. How so? What do you mean? Said it's no be, one ever. It's going to be an animated. They had, okay, they made a, an anime out of uh, the Castlevania video game series, and that was incredible. It was like one of the, like such a good anime on Netflix. So I heard, if they make it, I heard it was really good. <laughs> you're shaking your head no, what? but you haven't given it a shot. It's really good. It's, no, I heard it was really not good. <laughs> it's bloody, gory, and as like all the characters you love from Castlevania, uh, you have to go to shop. I don't love any of the characters from Castlevania. The That's because you're a fake gamer. The, um, the one, the one cool enemy I've ever seen recently on Netflix. Netflix's Voltron. It's amazing. You got to check okay. it out. Okay, really cool. sounds lame. And it's um, nothing about magic and gathering and dungeons <laughs> and nerds. Uh, so yeah, there you are. There's not really much information. Um, at this point, there's not even. Uh, video there's a teaser image and it shows uh, a character who's it teasing what do you mean all the millions of people who are rejoicing right now millions do you mean Um, dozens all the dozens of people who care dozens you're you're gonna watch this and you're probably gonna like it and then you're gonna gonna, hate myself if i do you're gonna come back here i'll hate myself if i do i hate it when i happen come back here they're totally (laughs) between your legs like carrot i do not have a tail you're right not have a tail well not anymore not after the fall um, <laughs> uh, and then the last thing JJ brought up to me and I, I found it in a tweet here, Google Stadia tweeted out some news can't wait for E3 tune into the first ever Stadia connect this Thursday, the six at 9am Pacific time for exciting announcements, games, and more. So we don't know anything else other than they're doing a big, uh, they pretty much stole the name from Nintendo. Yeah. Oh wait, did. no, no, no. Well, that's a, that's a that, that's that's a Nintendo Direct. This yeah. is Stadia Connect. It rhymes. It's basically the same, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so there there's going to be big announcements there. We don't know what. Um, well, it was, well it was, a couple of things they let loose, um, and this could all be subjecture, but I believe they're going to announce price. It does say that actually. And, I lo- I just looked back okay. at an earlier tweet, three tweets before it says this, this this summer three of the wishes you've been asking for will be finally granted. Price reveal, game announcements, launch info. Launch. There so we like go. when it's coming out, how much it'll cost, blah, blah, blah. And some of the games that have been annou- are going to be announced for it and stuff like that. So that's coming up the 6th. So that's in uh, in three days from when we are recording. So yeah. after this drops, it's going to be like, I believe, the uh, the next day. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's do some new releases real quick. The only new releases that were worth noting... Uh, is PS Plus games. We're getting Sonic Mania this month, which uh, I own that on Switch. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's one of the best Sonic games in a long time, actually, because um, a lot of Sonic games are pretty terrible, but it kind of goes back to its roots, like, you know, Sega Genesis kind of style, like the graphics and gameplay and everything. I really enjoyed it. And then Borderlands Handsome Collection. And both of these really excite me. The, the, the Sonic, th- this is like the best full-on PS Plus games that they've given in a long time. Usually yeah. you get one good one and one not-so-good one. I think both of these are really great. I'm yeah. especially, no, this is, incre- this is a, an incredible month. I'm really excited about the Handsome Collection, mostly because of the, some of the stuff that you've told me. I'm excited about Borderlands 3. I've never played any Borderlands game. And yeah, well, now you'll get to play Borderlands 2 and Borderlands the pre-sequel because they right both on. come in the Handsome Collection. And that should be coming in the next two days, right? Two, three days? 
Usually it's the, the fifth or sixth, the first Tuesday of the month. So that'll be tomorrow uh, as if we're recording on Monday. Nice. So you should be able to get them tomorrow. Nice. So honey, if you're listening, I'm probably playing right now at this moment. So leave me alone. <laughs> if you get it, uh, Borderlands are, they're games that are designed to play together with friends. So if you're ever playing, let me know. Cause yeah. I, I have it. I, I bought it a couple years ago and I don't have any friends to play with. So if you want to do co-op together. I don't have any friends. You're willing to be my friend, like online? We're friends online. I see you playing Fortnite all the time. Why do is it always every time like you're online and then like I send you like an invite, like immediately you go offline. What's that about? You've never sent me an invite. That happens all Wink. the time. Like all the dude, that hurts. That hurts bad. I've never seen an invite. I don't know what you're and talking that's about. Why Wink. I'm, and that's why I'm in counseling. Yeah. Thank you. Um Games with Gold, Microsoft Games with Gold, they are giving you NHL nineteen. Rivals of Aether, <laughs> Portal. Okay, I get the thumbs up. That's a good game. Yeah, Portal looks really that's a, cool. That's a that, good game. That actually looks really. What do you mean really it looks cool? This is like one of the best games of all time. Is Portal? Have you ever played? Yeah, I've never, I've never played it. No, oh, no. But I, I've, I've seen it, and it looks really. good. It's a puzzle game where you're dropping down and you know all the, right. You, you, Am I thinking yeah, the you, rings? You make, you make portals, and it, you get through these puzzles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that looks awesome. It's one of the best games. Okay. Ever like of all time, uh, and then Earth Defense Force 2017, which yeah so that was so professional he's just doing fart sounds with his mouth so there you, there you have it that's why you don't buy an xbox because it <laughs> sucks and all of our even xbox. portal even portal can't make up for the other three piles of poo there thus far most of our most of our listeners I know, are so many majority of listeners. not majority but a lot of them i would say play xbox i think it's a majority yeah like all out of the uh the 10 people who listen to our podcast, uh, you know, nine of which are my friends and one of which is your friend. Uh, right. <laughs> I think they all have Xboxes, right? Yeah. You, here's the thing about Xbox. I, I really had always wanted to play one. I love the Xbox 360 that I picked up uh, seven, eight months ago, whatever it was. It, it's been a lot of fun playing. Like uh, recently, I had a very good friend um, who's also a fan of the show, Brian Bernard. He was blown away by the you fact- almost, you, you owe us money for that shout out now. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he was blown away that I never played any Halo games. And he was a big fan of like the lore and the story and all that kind of stuff. So he Halo sent- three. He really sent a good. oh dude so he sent a bunch of those games and I have neglected to talk about it here on the podcast I've been able to play Halo games for the first time Halo one and two are hard to go back and play like they're old because they're original Xbox yes but like they're Halo three was the first one on three sixty I love that game that's yeah. so much fun it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun and I, I haven't had an opportunity to have my son get to play it yet but I think it's kind of really different uh, the first play or first person perspective. I'm not the biggest fan of first person, but I really like the world that this has created with some of those games. So uh, I look at a game like in the new one. What is it? Infinite. Halo Infinite. The one that's uh, the next one to is be it coming infinite out. Infinite or Unlimited it's, or it's something infinite. like that? Or, it's yeah. Infinite. And so I look at that and I just think like, wow, it's come a long way from where it, from where it started from for sure. Yeah. And uh, I can see why people are big fans of, of Xbox and what Xbox uh, gives. I do like the controller a lot. I do like the the thumb placement. I'm just so used to the PS4, uh, to the DualShock. The superior controller. I think so. I do think so, <laughs> honestly. And uh, so the thing with with the PlayStation is I love all the first party stuff. So that's why I couldn't I couldn't choose Xbox over PlayStation for that reason. There's nothing that Xbox yeah. has other than the Halo games. 
There's nothing that they provide as the first party games that like really catch my attention. Yeah, no. I'm not a big like Forza. Gears fan, of War, the know? Gears of War games are really good, which I think the first two or three are all on 360. And so I would recommend this very violent and bloody and gory. So don't play that around your kids, but it's they they have good stories too. Like they're a lot of fun to play. What's up, guys? Uh, This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, PodCoin. Do you like to listen to Super Gamer Boys? Well, the PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast out there. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android device. It's free. It's super easy to use. And you can use the PodCoin app to earn uh, PodCoin to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It's amazing how it works, and it turns your podcast listening into charity. Or if you just want to get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards, uh, it's pretty great. I use it uh, every day now, um, listening to all of my favorite podcasts, uh, even my own. Uh, to rack up those uh, pod coins, I'm getting pretty close to getting my own rewards now. Um, I love it, and uh, it's super easy to use. You can get it from the App Store or the Android Store today. Seriously, just go get the PodCoin app, and if you use our invite code, GamerBoys, you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use our code, GamerBoys. That's G-A-M-E-R-B-O-Y-S. Go give the PodCoin app a try. Remember, it's a podcast player that pays. Cool. Let's get down to what you're playing. I feel like you just kind of shared a little bit what you're playing. You're doing Halo. Yeah, I've been playing the Halo games. And then uh, thanks again, Brian Bernard. Uh, and then the other thing that I uh, did was I watched Raising Kratos. Yes. And you shared. Boy. So you shared last week um, how how much you just enjoyed the heck out of it. And I more than enjoyed it. Like I right. freaking loved it. Like is. Oh no, there were waterfalls. You were crying. You, I'm you I'm shit. not like a guy. I I I don't generally enjoy documentaries, but like I watch that just because I love God of War and video games and game. I've always been super interested in game development and wanting to make. I I want to make a game one day, and yeah, no, I love that. I'm glad. I, I'm glad you watched it. I love documentaries. It's one of my one of my things. Like I like to watch films. I like to watch TV. But I love documentaries. It's truly some of the best stuff. If it's done well, it's amazing. And I think they did a great job. PlayStation really kicked butt with this. And um, so I, it's like two hours, man. It's like an hour and 54 running minutes. It flies by, though. Well, I was, I was thinking like, and it does. It does fly by. It's not like a dragging thing. It's got a very compelling story. The, you fall in love with all the people that put this game together and you know, I, I loaned it to my nephew, and then I never got it back after only playing it for a little while. The game. While. The yeah, game, God of War. Yeah, I had loaned him the game, and I only played it for a couple few weeks, and I was really loving it. Had some great battles and everything, but I never got it back, you know, and um, and I'm fine with, with that. He hasn't been playing it, so now it's time for uh, that you, sucker to come back home. You need to get home. it back and play the story, because like, cause I, I told you after I beat it, like, yeah, I had tears playing the game and then I watched this documentary I had tears watching that kind of like man this the whole not only the story of the game was so incredible and beautiful 
then like the story of how the game was made was just like holy cow like it, it was like so crazy it was so engrossing and it made me desperately go i gotta be playing this game right now when it was yeah, done you're, you're like literally doing a disservice by not playing the game like right. everyone not just you but like all of you listeners like if you have access to a PlayStation, you can borrow one or anything. Like you have to play God of War. It's truly amazing, and there's a reason why it it got Game of the Year. It it totally totally kicked butt. And so yeah, I was very sad that I'm like, oh, I never got that game back. Gosh, I'd love to play it right now. So uh, it was awesome. And then that took me down into this rabbit trail of YouTube videos. So PlayStation also had uh, the making of it's like called Grounded. The making of The Last of Us, and it is absolutely spectacular as well. The whole story of of the connection between the characters Joel and uh, whatever uh, Ashley Jacobson, I can't think of, or Ashley Johnson, I can't think of her character's Ellie. name. Ellie, that's it. And you know, The Last of Us Two is coming out soon, and and a lot of us are extremely excited about that game whenever it does finally come. But Man, what a, what an awesome couple of documentaries! I'm glad that I gave them a chance. Go check them out on YouTube; they're free to watch. Yeah, definitely. And I think the the Last of Us one was like an hour and a half long, so it's a little shorter than the God of War one. But don't let the time deter you from the God of War one because it flies by and it's and, so stinking. And good. you can always I I went into it with the intention of, and I think you said something like this as well. Like, okay, I'm probably going to have to take bites out of it. Right. You know, like I'm not going. I don't have two hours to sit anymore that's, it's just that's not what, that's what you think <laughs> right right and then you finish it you're like holy cow <laughs> oh dude amazing yeah. yeah no so so good stuff and then i played a little bit of uh of uncharted the lost legacy i uh, play a little little more in that oh, there's nice. just some really cool puzzles in that yeah. game it's it's a lot of fun i recommend that game highly to anybody to give that stuff a try yeah, that's awesome. I, I've heard it's basically just more Uncharted 4. Like, if you loved Uncharted and Uncharted 4, like, just play that and you get your fix. Like, it sounds... I I might need to borrow it from you after you finish it. Absolutely. I borrowed enough games from you. I you still <laughs> still have them. Basically, you've stole them at this point. But <laughs> um, So, in the very limited time I had uh, this weekend, I restarted God of War in new game plus mode because I watched a documentary. I was like, I got to, I told, I said I'd start it over. I did. And so you it, started a new game. So well, there's new game or there's new game plus new game plus is it's a new game, but you get to keep all your currency and experience and abilities and weapons in the previous game playthrough. But all the enemies are a little harder. How so much of like, a difference does it make in gameplay? Um, when you have all that stuff at the ready, I, it doesn't make much of a difference. Cause like I said, the enemies are all harder. Like, so it's like, even though I'm much stronger, it's like, oh, it still takes a lot to beat these guys up because they're not like their weak, normal selves. It's like where, you know, they start out the beginning of the game. They're all beefed up to match your strength level. So, yeah, it makes it a little tricky, but it's already like, man, you you forget how much of like a a jerk like Kratos is at the beginning of the game. Like he's a horrible human being. But as the game goes on, like it changes so much. Are you, are you sticking to the same pathway that, I mean, can you choose different? No, it's, it's a pretty linear game, but I am being more exploratory and like checking every nook and cranny, trying to find like, uh, like special materials to craft like those high ranking, like armors and weapons and stuff like that. That was one of the things when I play, when I was playing it, for the brief time that I was playing it a couple few weeks or whatever it was, uh, I had a hard time where I knew I was leaving stuff. And I'm like, oh, I can't get to this treasure. I can't mm-hmm. figure out how to open this portion up. And I, and I knew like, well, you could always come back later. 
Yeah. Uh, so are you experiencing like the ability to open something you weren't able to the first go around? Um, not, I haven't gotten super far into it, so not yet. No, like I'm still, I was pretty thorough the first gameplay game playthrough, at least for the first like two or three hours. It was one of those things where like I'm checking everything. But then after that, that's when I started getting lazy because I'm like, I just got to finish this game. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm enjoying that. I also started playing Dauntless. So that came out last week. It's free to play. It's the one that's similar to Monster Hunter. It's basically just a Monster Hunter light. Um, it's fun, but it f- you cannot play single player. Like they force you to matchmake and team up with uh, random people online, which is fine. Um, and you literally like you jump in a game. They throw you on this island where there's this monster. You have to hunt it down. You have to find it. And then once you find it, you just spam the triangle button, beat the crap out of it until it's dead. And then you go back to the main hub and then you can turn in all, all your gold and uh, crafting materials you got and make more armor, more gear, buy some more cool stuff. And then you just go back and do the same thing over and over again. So it's just like this very simple gameplay loop of like fight things, buy things, fight things, buy things, fight things, buy things, fight things. Like, so it's all right. It's fun. It'd be more fun if I had a squad to play with, which like I was saying earlier, I think this game has cross platform play or at least they're working on it. So once that comes out, it's like, man, maybe if my buddies want to play like on Xbox and I'd be totally down to, but at this point, cause it's all, it's made by, or it uses the Epic uh, account system, like with, with the same people who did Fortnite and everything. So it uses their same account system. So I think as long as your friends through the Epic uh, player, then you can play with your friends, but it was okay. It was is what it is. It's a similar graphic style to Fortnite, like they're cartoony, where like uh, Monster Hunter is like super hyper realistic. I definitely like the more realistic graphics and like the cartoony Fortnite graphics, but yeah, it's all right. So <laughs> is this like a uh, like a Monster Hunter version of Fortnite type of thing? Or Apex Legends where it's a uh, Battle Royale style? No, it's still, it's Monster Hunter. It's straight up like where you're, like, you're given a bounty and you go out and fight the monster that you, you know, you're, told the fight um it's just what i meant by fortnite it's just the graphics are cartoony that's Mm. all it's not Mm -hmm. actually like a battle royale at all no it's it's still monster hunter but just like so it's worth it it's worth it for for the price of free 99 yeah if you want a free monster hunter game like if you never bought monster hunter world or you can't afford it or whatever get this and then you'll get your fix of fighting monsters it's still fun for that downloading it right now as we speak on your phone I don't know how to do that. Okay, I don't think it's on your phone. I think it's only a uh, console thing, PC. But no, I, you can try. You I, keep you keep trying, and I, we'll I get just, back to you. I'll figure it out. I'll figure that out. Can okay. You help me with that after the podcast. I'll, I'll help you out. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, so real quick here, we have two more things left in the show. We're gonna do a question of the show, which is this real quick because it's right before you three. I, all you people out there who asked us questions. They're on our list, and I think I've explained this before, so if you're getting tired of me explaining it, I'm sorry. I'm going to explain it one more time. When you guys write in, I'm comp- I am I compound that list together. I make a list. I put it in there for us to address when we can get to it. Unfortunately, like, it is E3. This is basically the Super Bowl of video games right now. Like, this is like the World Cup of video games. This is like the WrestleMania, this is WrestleMania. of video games. Exactly. Because a lot of us nerds were like, What's yeah. a super? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So this is like 
this E3 season is jam-packed with crazy news. So that's why last week's episode was long and crazy. This week's, next week is probably going to be because we're going to go through every press conference and talk about it. Next week's might be an extra long episode, to be honest. We're actually going to delay recording until Tuesday night so we can talk about the Nintendo press conference on Monday morning. So it might be like a couple hour long episode if you're as long as you're down with that, JJ. But I'm I'm down with it. Let me check with the wife, make sure it's okay. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> so coming into that, that's why we're not addressing listener questions for the next couple like at least this week and next week because we're just kinda like bombarded with news and cool stuff we want to talk about. And plus we've also got the Google Stadia stuff that is gonna be yeah, coming out be, on the we'll so that next another, week too. Yeah. Um, so next week is going to be huge. Tell your friends. So this question of the show is written in by me. Sorry, Chloe and Paul. Um, what are your predictions or anticipations for E3 coming up here? Like, what do you want to see or what do you think will happen? Or what's a prediction, something cool you think could happen? Or... I, I'm hoping that we get a launch for the uh, xCloud from Xbox. Okay. I'm so you really, want you want more information I'm on want, Xbox. I'm wanting more information. I'm I'm hoping that they're going to say, "Hey, it's coming this year or it's coming next year and here's the price mm. for the service." You know, that's that's what I'm looking for. If we're going to be able to get get it and what what is it? Like what more information? Is it going to be an app? Do you have to have a physical Xbox or is it like, "Nope, you don't have to. It's actually an app. You pay for an app and you have access to a library. Well, as far as the, as far as they've explained, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be an app or something. But yeah, the big question is like, what platforms will it be available on, and how much will it be? Right, which but. which sounds a lot like the Google Stadia stuff. Oh yeah, um, it, was, it was it was pretty much in direct response. It was like right was it after Google, this Google announcement it was or was before. it right before? It was before the Google Stadia. Okay, yeah, but no, yeah, that's a good one. I, I hope they talk. And that's so the Microsoft conference is Sunday at one p.m. Uh, Pacific time, so because I think I think honestly, people like me and like yourself that are PlayStation fans, that 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 potential for the X Cloud right there could be yeah. the thing that kind of gets some of our feet in the door and oh, saying, definitely. hey, you know, for an inexpensive price, we can have access to some pretty cool games or a system where we're not having to actually buy a physical console yeah, and just being able to do it with uh, potentially our PS4 controller and, you know, syncing it up to an app potentially, you know I mean? That, that's cool. The, the ideas and the, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. No, it's huge. What about you? So what things are you looking forward to? Anything major that E3 is uh, that you you know, what, what do you want to happen at E3? So at, uh, at the Bethesda conference, um, I'm really interested in what their. So it was last year at E3, they had a little teaser trailer of uh, uh, what was it? I don't know if they actually released a name for it, but uh, um, it was like a space game um, that they did a little teaser trailer for, and they said it'd be. It's called Starfield. They said it'd be coming out um, before. Uh, the new Elder Scrolls game came out. So a lot of people are like, I want the new Elder Scrolls. I want Elder Scrolls 6. Just give it to me. Um, but I think they, I, I forget where I heard it. it. was some interview or something they did, but they came out and said, Starfield's going to be the next game that comes out. Their next, you know, before Elder Scrolls 6. So I can't wait to hear or see more about that. I think they're going to have a lot to show and I hope it comes out soon. I hope it comes out in the next year or so. Um, 
So I'm excited for that. That's one thing. Uh, and then the other thing is Ubisoft. Uh, their conference is Monday, I believe. Um, so Bethesda's is Sunday night at 6 p.m., I want to say, Pacific time. And then Ubisoft is sometime on Monday. I don't remember when. But um, I want a new Splinter Cell game. Um, and I know by saying that, I'm making my dad proud because he loves the Splinter Cell games so bad. It's like his favorite games of all time. Is it really? He loves the Splinter mm. Cell games, but it's been way too long. We we haven't had one. We haven't. Yeah, they haven't come out with a Splinter Cell game on PS4. Uh, so the last time we got it, it was PS3. Um, so they, I think it's time, and I think it's been in development a long time, and they've just been doing a good job keeping on their wraps, at least you know, except for a couple weeks ago when that tweet slipped out there but mm. that they tried to play off as a joke but I, I i don't know i really think we're gonna get a splinter cell game this year so only time will tell you'll have to look forward to next week right here on the super gamer boys it's gonna be absolutely yeah. huge yeah okay for the last thing here it's a little choose your own adventure from uh the crypt keeper <laughs> so we left off with you uh you interacted with the priest and you are now heading to your family. You remember you were talking about you are trying to call an Uber. <clears throat> Didn't work out because we, it's not in modern day. Right. So, Which blew my mind. Yeah. So here, here's where we start. You begin to make your way back to the farm in a very hastily manner. Although you express your disinterest in riding a horse, you quickly come to your senses and realize this is the quickest, this would be the quickest way to, to your family. Almost to mimic the dread and fear you feel in your gut, clouds begin to roll in, the wind begins to pick up. As you are riding towards the farm, you hear another horse galloping back. You look behind and see the priest, Trem Blackbrow, in tow, no longer in his clothes to relax in. In the limited visibility you have, you see him clad in a form-fitting leather armor, two swords at his back, one of them being the one you brought to him. You kick your feet and hurry the horse and make your way to your house. As you approach, you immediately know something is off. The lamp in the window is not lit, nor is any room lit for that matter. You slow your horse down and jump off. As you get off your horse and touch the ground, you immediately feel a chill in the air. Just by the feel of the atmosphere, you feel something isn't right. You begin to make your way up to your porch, and you immediately see that the door is half ajar. What do you do? Oh, man. Okay. First, I think we should clarify... It says, uh, as you get off your horse, you touch the ground. I think there should be another modifier there. And roll about three or four times and then stand up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Because uh, I've if, never if it's, actually... If it's anything like you're you slipping on a skateboard. <laughs> right? I've never ridden a horse before, so I couldn't see this going well. I see it being bareback and me like, you know, holding the mane and like, you know, just... Ouch, ouch, just, Yeah, ouch, pretty much ouch, every... Ouch. Oof, oof, like just destroying my, my, my you know, jujubes. And, um, you know, if I came up to the house after everything that's been happening and the door's ajar and you said the light was off and stuff like that, I'm going to be pissed because obviously somebody went out shopping or something like that and left the door unlocked and that's just jacked or we've had a break in. So I'm going to have to like get on the phone to ADT because, you know, I've obviously got the ADT. What? I would have... I would have some type of an you, alarm. You have, you have fantasy ADT in there. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's back in the back in the day, huh? 
Yeah, ye wow. old ye old ADT. Well, I would. Well, I, what I would have is now I'm I'm kind of concerned because I'm okay. getting to the house. Obviously, there's been a break in. So I'm. So are you go- concerned or are you ticked? Are you going in there because someone you think someone broke in, or are you concerned? I'm pissed that somebody left the door open. Like okay. I'm not so much worried about stuff disappearing. I'm pissed that my kids or the wife went somewhere and just left the door unlocked. Like anybody could just walk up and take stuff. And as far as like you said, they they left the light on, or they no, or the light no wasn't lights on. on. Lights that are normally well, at least they normally, left with the lights off. The lights that normally should be on, waiting for you, were all off. Well, I'm okay with that as long as I'm not paying for it. Oh, there's no electricity. No is lanterns. There? Man, this is killing me. Uh, so I'm gonna open the door slowly, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call out with a you know very secure voice. So, because I'm secure in my masculinity and I'm not afraid of a dark house. And I'm going to be like, hello, anybody home? My voice wouldn't crack. Okay. Yeah. All right. So are you going in there and like- Well, I'm going to call out first. In in an angry manner or or in a more concerned? Because I feel like- I'm concerned. I feel like that makes a difference. Because if you're- I'm concerned. You can still talk like that and be pissed. Like yeah. kick the door in, or are you like slowly like? No, I'm I'm concerned, kind of concerned like worried now. I'm, okay, I, because I've already kept my pimp hand strong. They know to lock that door. Okay, so I just, right now so obviously my something hand is, is like wrong. The fact starting, that they right, did this, yeah. my hand is starting to flex up a little bit. Because somebody might need to get five across the eye, in case the door was just left open haphazardly. <laughs> so I'm just saying, <laughs> okay. you gotta keep it, keep it okay. real. Keep on um, keeping it real. So in a yeah, so I would be I would be in a concerned and careful manner. Yeah, I'd be in a concern. Opening the door right. very slowly, calling out extremely slowly, calling out hello. Maybe like hello. how slowly? Like to the point where it's like well, it'd be like <laughs> and then I'd be like, dang, somebody needs to oil that crap, <laughs> like <laughs> like for real. <laughs> so then I call yeah. out and. Yeah, you know that's that's okay. where we leave it for there. Cool. So, Crimkeeper, you're killing me, man. Because I, I don't. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm not paying for electricity. I hope that like we're in a time frame, or yeah, at least you got to pay for that oil for that lantern. But they they didn't. At least they, they left it off. So well, that's that's positive. That's positive. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us again this week. Um, we know you have lots of other podcasts and things to listen to out there, and we're just so thankful that you're willing to spend the time with you us. You like us. You, you really us. like us. Um, no, it really does mean a lot. Seeing uh, some of the numbers, the downloads, and just knowing we have supporters on Patreon, it just, I don't know, really, really warms my soul. Yep. Um, it warms the lantern with the oil in front of my house. That yeah. <laughs> they apparently did not leave on for me. Yeah. No, so I guess it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't yeah, it work doesn't. that way. Uh, no, but the numbers are growing, and gosh, we just can't thank you guys enough for listening to us all the time. Just we ramble a lot about it, a whole lot of nothing. That's what they love. It's just it's real and raw, you know. Like people just want real <laughs> life. They don't. They want, want. They don't want this. These fake people on the internet talking down no. to them. They want the real. You know, the real men and women who are down here in the, in the gutters. Like, if you guys give enough money on Patreon, we'll talk down to you. I mean, if that's your thing. We're <laughs> totally not above that. Oh, but, uh, cool. yeah, if you haven't, uh, go check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. I know I talked about it at the beginning of the show. Um, it really, really means so much and is super helpful, um, helping kind of keep this thing um, moving, moving right along. So, uh, 
we want to continue to grow and continue to bring you bigger and better things. Um, if you haven't already, go leave us a review. Um, iTunes reviews are super helpful. Um, we haven't gotten a new one in a long time, like as in it's been a couple months, few months. So if you can head over there, uh, even if you have to make an iTunes account, just go for it, do it, leave us a review there. Um, you can find us on uh, supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, and then facebook.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, leave your questions at any of those locations, or if you just want to interact with us, you know, sometimes I put some posts or polls out there. Find us at those spots if you want to have some more uh, conversations throughout the week. Um, you can catch me at G Morlang on Twitter and JJ at at JJ Purdom on Twitter constantly. Yep, you say that every week, and I don't I'm think you've on. done anything I'm in the last on. like two months. Always on. Uh, thank you so much to Star Angie's for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com/slash Ground Floor Graphics. Alrighty, guys, we will see you all next week, and uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening again, and oh, be ready for the this info dump we're going to give you next week. It's next gonna, week is a three-hour podcast! It might be an extra long one, buddy. It might, it's it might not be. be that long, but, but it might be. You never know. A little longer. It might be one that you need to, you know, do in bite-sized chunks, similar to like Raising Kratos, but then like binge the whole you thing. Just binge it's the whole so thing. good. <laughs> All righty, guys. We love you, and we will catch you on the flippity fly. We'll catch you.